0: Yes. Hello.
1: Hey, bro. Good. How you doing? Doing good. Hey, hey guys. Uh, this is Raz,
0: and I'm Edgar.
1: Yeah, and this is our new podcast band. We're uh, jumping into a new venture, and you know we decided to call this podcast Cheese May. Yes, sir. So, uh, so yeah. Well, we hope you'd. Uh, we hope you dig but we're gonna discuss some, some of the subjects subjects that we have. Um uh you know, we do we will discuss some of the uh current events that are taking place as well as uh some of the pop culture uh uh what is it, the pop culture uh uh evolution that we're seeing right now. So so yeah, man. So, how's your week been, man? Um, You know what? Chilling. I quit my okay. job, so I just been relaxing
0: before right, I man. start the hustle so, and bustle again. Hey, hey. You, you,
1: <laughs> so, you're trying to find yourself right now.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly, man. I haven't taken a break, like, in 15 years. And I was like, you know what? This job is making me do things I don't want to do. Uh, so, yeah, I said deuces. I gotta go find myself.
1: <laughs> hey man, that's hey, that's what you have to say. You know, nowadays with millennials and stuff, when they quit their jobs, they're like, "Hey man, I need to find myself." <laughs> a lot of times they are deployed, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. I mean, on the short note, um, well, well, a brief history, man. I mean, we've known each other since uh, second grade, man.
0: Yeah, that's what, back 91,
1: 92? Yeah, something like that, man. Yeah, 92. Yeah, un quebradita came out, when Uh, What is it?
0: Malamachos.
1: Yeah, un un... un indio quiere llorar, dog. Uh,
0: (laughs) Back in the days.
1: Yeah, so. Tupac was still alive. Yeah, he was, yeah. (laughs) And you know what? That's the first time I was introduced
0: to hip-hop. Tupac, you, you know what? Este, my first, the very first song I can remember, like, you know, when I was young, I didn't listen to hip-hop that much because, you know, I was hella paisa. Uh, all yeah. I heard around the house was, like, uh, Corridos and Los Cadetes de Linares and stuff like that. But my first song that I listened to that was hip-hop that I was like, oh, what is this? And I was in love was uh, Bone thugs and harmony What? Okay. Thug is, okay. is Bone. Dude, for some (laughs) reason, that song gave me chills when I first heard it. I was like, what
1: is this? (laughs) Dude, the first time I heard, like, well, I guess the first time I was captivated by rap was MC Hammer. Can't touch this. (laughs) I dude.
0: (laughs) And you know what? You know what? My brother was into MC Hammer. And I remember back in the days, you know, like the big store back in the days, there was no Walmart. So the big store que todos was the uh, la Kmart, and yeah, yeah. So when uh, MC Hammer was popping, they would uh, when you would go to their snack bar or whatever, you you order a Slurpee. They had MC Hammer cups and New Kids on the Block cups. Y yo siempre okay. me tiraba los New Kids on the Block cups, and my
1: brother always got the MC Hammer cups. <laughs> Dude, uh, I remember I heard uh, I heard MC Hammer. It was during uh, it was like a Halloween party at the school, and they had a live DJ during lunch break. Uh huh. I don't know if you recall. Uh, nah. They and then they had that. They had that, and then they also had the crisscross day. Remember that? Oh,
0: I remember crisscross day. That was Mrs. Rice, no, when she was the principal.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah man. I, she, I
0: remember seeing Mrs. Rice, big old lady yeah. with her clothes backwards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. Uh, so. So yeah, we we go way back, man. We're in our mid yeah. thirties, so um, so I mean, we, we grew up in a little town called East Palo Alto. Shout outs, yeah. You know, uh, you know, I always tell people, hey, you ever seen Dangerous Minds? And then they're like, yup. And then I tell them that's based off of our hometown, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was based off that book. Uh, My posse don't do
1: homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: and uh the author was a teacher from uh carmont
1: yeah carmont high school yeah and and then uh and then cuz east palo alto used to have a high school and and it wasn't it like it was burnt down something happened something
0: happened it was called ravenswood high
1: yeah 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 and then they burnt it down and it was fenced up right for years oh man. yeah for the longest time it was fenced up it was fenced up yeah and then and then it was right off of uh, Highway 101, you know. Uh, and then and then across the street wasn't like the best tacos you could have in the Bay Area, man. Three
0: brothers, and you know what? That place
1: is still around,
0: but uh, they changed locations, man. It was that grill. It was all those years of like <laughs> the crust and and like uh, a grasa and burnt tortillas that made those tacos legit. Because the new spot ain't, you know what? The new spot ain't that. It ain't that good. But I remember okay. back in the days, man. But yeah. if you guys are familiar with the area uh, where the new IKEA is, that used to be Ravenswood High School, and the tacos used to be right there too.
1: <laughs> hey, and then you had those apartment complexes, man, with those uh, yeah, like, Coolie. crazy gangsters. Yeah. Used to,
0: yeah. Yeah. was it Cooley? No, yeah, Cooley, right? Yeah, Cooley, yeah, right? Cool. Yeah, Cooley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Cooley. That that's on Mi Pueblo now, and uh, what's there now? The PGA store, the PJ Golf store, uh, okay. Target. What else is there now?
1: Uh
0: oh, the Nordstrom
1: rack? Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. See, I I haven't I, I I vaguely remember, man. I went there one time. And uh I, I drove by it. Well, I drove through it. I blinked and I I, I was not in East Palo Alto the one. Oh, yeah. Man. I I get I guess cuz I used to walk everywhere. Uh <laughs> it, it seemed huge. Yeah. But once you're in the car, man, this is nothing, man. This is really little yeah it was like five square miles or something like that yeah something like that or less man but yeah so so it's it's it back in its back in its day it was an infamous city you know yeah it, it, it was it was it, like
0: a killing capital in 92
1: yeah killing capital of the united states and uh and then you know the crack epidemic yeah it was pretty yeah hit hard yeah and then and then i remember um I think we were in 8th grade, 7th 8th grade. We started giving you know we had a mass ex well there was a mass exodus, a mass exodus from Los Angeles and you started getting all these sureños, dude. Oh yeah, crazy, yeah. Yeah, you know <laughs> what? I,
0: I really started noticing like my freshman year in high school like 99, that's when I started noticing like all cuz you would, I would go through cuz I lived on the Sureño neighborhood and all my oh, family okay. members were uh, Sureños. But yeah, yeah. um yeah, dude, I would go through, I would walk through my neighborhood, and I wouldn't recognize anybody. I would just see all these bald dudes with 18th Street tattooed on their heads. I'm like, where did these guys come from? I was like, oh. <laughs> and, and since, like, I, I never banged, but my cousins, they were, like, into it. Uh, yeah. I was always allowed to wear red. I don't know. remember, I used to be, like, all flamed up just because I liked the color red. And nobody yeah, ever yeah. said anything because they knew my cousins. They knew I wasn't gang-related. But when those ca- guys started coming around, I
1: remember they threw a bottle at me.
0: Yeah. Oh man, dude, you should have seen what happened to them after that.
1: Oh, well, you know, um <laughs> growing up, man, see, when we were growing up in the Bay Area, we only had the 49ers. That was the hometown team. We didn't have the Raiders, you know? Yeah. It was still in LA. You know, so um so everybody would rock Niners gear. So I remember when they started moving up there, but by then the Raiders were already up in Oakland.
0: Yeah, but but yeah, but we we're we we're on the peninsula, we we're on the other side of the Bay Area, so yeah, our, you know, our team was always the Niners.
1: Yeah, so I remember. I'm not going to say this dude's name, but because uh, I don't I don't know what happened to him, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, his name is Jose, and and <laughs> his last name starts with an S. So we'll just keep it like that. And, um, and
0: that that full flip side, is just
1: the FYI. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, I remember. Hey, well, well check this out. So, so I'm going to go back a few years when he was like, you know, FOB, you know, Yeah. Fr- fr- fresh off the border. Yeah. Cuando vino de Mexico. I remember everybody used to pick on him. You know, la sien And then, hey, man, what's that? What was that? Hey, I keep hearing the noise. My ballad in the hookah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, anyway. Um, oh, so anyway, so when he came from the border, you know, that Mexico they used to pick on him, and then I would be like, hey, man, you know, leave him alone, you know, and I used to back him up all the time. But then once we hit puberty, he started hanging, hanging around with other people, and then one day I was walking home after school and you know, he creeped up in the car in a Buick Regal, the Su- Sureño car of choice, <laughs> you know. And, you know, he, he he pulled up, man, and then he pulled out a gun. Ooh. And I'm like, yeah, dude, he pulled out a gun. And then, you know, he kind of waved it and stuff from the window. Y no, pues, vato, pues, este, y- y- se te baja el azúcar, vato. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, "Oh shoot, okay, I just froze." You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I guess that's when we stopped being friends. But it wasn't even, it wasn't even because I was game related. It was just, you know, I like the Niners, and that's what I wore. Yeah. And one time, you know, one time some Sureños from LA, some 18th Street or whatever they were, they pulled out some pistols, man, and they're like, "Te vas a quitar esa chamarra, Oh. And it was like, oh, okay. And that's that's when, you know, for a few years, I started rocking, uh, uh I started rocking, um, what is it, uh, Raiders gear. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I started rocking Raiders gear. And then, uh, este. but then I switched sides. But then altogether, I just left all that stuff alone. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So uh, who you're for nowadays football? You you're a Broncos fan just because you're
1: in Colorado now. You know what, man? Uh No, like it, not they, they got, a decent, I mean, I they like got a
0: decent squad this year.
1: Yeah, they do, man. They got a decent squad. I like them. They're pretty cool, man. It's the I, I really got caught up with the hype going this Peyton Manning, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I I thought he was cool, man. And you know what? I think he was part of that wave. It, it was weird because they legalized marijuana, then Peyton Manning comes to Denver, and all of a sudden, Denver just becomes, like, a really popular town, dude. So right now, man, it's it's chic, you know, to live in Denver right now. Yeah. So, um, you know, the homes here, like, they just went up tremendously, you know? They're, like, kind of like when the dot com uh, era uh, started out there in the Bay Area. Yeah. Not... Uh, just everything started going uh, up in prices.
0: I think they're still going up in prices oh. in the Bay
1: Area. <laughs> they ain't stopping. Well, well, we have something similar going on in Denver right now. Man, 1,200 square foot home,
0: two beds, mm-hmm. two beds, mm-hmm. one bath, going for like 800000 That's ridiculous.
1: Oh, my goodness. Pues aquí este. It depends where you are at, man, and, and what side of Denver you're at. If you're closer to downtown, uh, you're looking at maybe four hundred thousand.
0: That's not too bad. That's
1: yeah, four hundred thousand for for a twelve, you know, twelve hundred square foot home. So, um, but but then again, it's the you know the wages they're they're not high like the Bay Area. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. That's
0: the thing. The Bay Area they do they do pay you know, pretty uh, well. And there's a lot of work.
1: Yeah. So it's the it's the decir. Oh, well going back to the Broncos, dude. So here's a story, dude. So there's a big rivalry here in, in Denver between the Raiders and the Broncos. It's 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 the bigger one, you know? Yeah. Um so one day it was me uh, the wife, the kids, and uh, my suegro. We had rented some movies from the Red Box. This is before we discovered Apple TV. So, um, we went to a gas station to go deliver the uh, you know, to go deliver back the movies at the Red Box. Uh-huh. So, I got off the car and then I walked up to the Red Box. Entonces este I mean, you know, I'm about to insert the movies and it was right after Raiders Broncos game. And then I saw this dude, he was wearing like an orange sweater, little Chicano dude. Uh-huh. He's walking towards the gas station. And then I saw a pickup truck pull up when I ran a Ram. And then it had a, it had some dudes rocking Raiders gear. And then you had one. That was wearing a poncho that said Viva Los Raiders."
0: Okay.
1: So, I already knew there was trouble right there. So they mad talk each other, and then it's the, um, the Broncos, you know, the dude rocking the Broncos sweater, se levantó el sweater. So that meant he had a he had a pistol.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, and then the dude from the Raiders, he's like, you know, he sounded like a sureño. He's like, you ain't gonna do shit with that essay? And then I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. So I ran. I tried to get back into the car, dude. But my, I tried to get back into the driver's side, but my wife was in the driver's side. And then she's like, what are you doing? They like, let's go. They say, well, how are we supposed to go? Get in. And so I'm like, oh, shoot, okay. And then, you know, we, we went around. You know, we left. But then, um, you know, my wife... Uh, she could be a little hood sometimes. She's like, "Well, let's go back around and see what happened." I'm like, "No, no, 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 hell no! Nah. I'm not going back, man." So, you know, we went back, and sure enough, dude, it's the, You know, the the police were there, and then they had that caution tape or crime scene tape. Oh, on, yeah, they actually fired some shots, dude. But anybody you know, get hit? Are you see anybody on the floor? No, no, nobody got injured, man. I think maybe he fired up or in in the sky or something like that, or maybe he, you know, he had just bad aiming.
0: Oh um, man, And you know what? Okay. I've been going out to shooting range and it's not as easy as it looks to shoot a pistol. Yeah, <laughs> man, I was like, oh yeah, you just aim the sight, You the that puro pinche pedo. I was that shit's okay. hard, bro. I could shoot something like five feet away, but like ten okay. feet, fifteen feet, my accuracy is off by
1: like a foot. Okay. <laughs> nah, well you know what man? Uh, I've never fired a pistol. Oh no? Nah, man. Never fired a pistol. Oh, I mean puro, puro, puro cuerno okay. No, que pues <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh I, I have plans of going to, you know, uh what do you call it, firing range? Yeah. Yeah, just to see, you know how it feels, you know, just to hold a gun and stuff, learn how to operate it and stuff. Um, you know, uh, I've been thinking of exercising my rights, my second amendment rights, and maybe uh buy a gun, but I don't know. So, Hey uh, man, it's good to have them, bro. Yeah. I'm a liberal.
0: But okay. I do exercise my uh second amendment and and they're fun. Okay. They're they're you know- they're, they're, they're fun and the dude Trust me, you Uh don't want to get caught in a situation where you need one, where you wish you had one. You don't want somebody breaking into your house and feeling like a victim. Got it. Yeah, my wife really wanted to try it. So Uh for, I think it was Mother's Day, I found a Groupon for a shooting range. So we went Uh and we walked in there and I told the dude, hey, I've never shot a gun before. Um, Uh First time in a shooting range. And basically all this dude did, he was like, all right, here's a pistol. Don't point it towards you. (laughs) <laughs> this is the clip. It goes like this, and there's a shooting range. That's yeah. all, dude. No, they don't help you out with nothing. They're like, no safety tips, nothing. Just don't point it at it. Don't point it at anything unless you're going to shoot at it. Yeah. And basically, and then we just started at first. We were nervous, and then after, like, probably about 50 rounds or so, we got pretty comfortable with it, and my wife fell in love with pistols, and I fell in love with pistols, and, yeah, they're fun, dude. They're, they're, they're fun to go – just go to shooting range and shoot, and they're good to have around the house. But, got it. but you need to. I don't recommend you trying to hide the gun from your kids. I suggest you have older kids. I suggest you teach them how to how to use it. Take them to the gun range with you. My kids are still too small, but they they do understand. I did. Oh, know, okay. Show them the gun and all that stuff. But so you got to give them
1: give them a briefing.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah. Just give them a briefing about you know how dangerous it can be and all that stuff. Show them a couple videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah scare them straight a little and yeah, yeah they'll respect him man. Keep a lock on the trigger.
1: Oh, okay. There we go. Well I was gonna say, you know, after that situation took place with the, you know, Raiders <laughs> and Broncos uh shootout uh in in, in in the wonderful streets of Commerce City, Colorado where I live, <laughs> um I just kinda decided to take a step back and, you know, not not take the football thing too seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that, that's you know that that's the bad side
0: about sports. They do divide a lot of people. Yeah, Bit yeah. I'm not a hardcore fan of the football, but hey, baseball man, you better not say anything about my A's. You're getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> Wait. Hey. Uh,
1: um. JK, right? <clears throat> but um. Yeah. But I was gonna ask, man, how are the A's doing right now? Oh man, they're on fire, bro. Yeah. You they know, are I usually fire. I usually listen to the Rockies games. You know, while I'm uh, driving on route and stuff, and you know, still right now they're first place, man, NL West. So the Rockies, yeah, Rockies, first place oh, nice. NL West. Yeah, so uh, the ones that are in the hunt are the Dodgers and uh, and the Diamondbacks. So <clears throat> hopefully they'll maintain.
0: Hey, yeah, the Dodgers are nipping at your heels.
1: Yeah, pretty much, man.
0: Yeah, but, but hey, uh, you, hey those Red Sox, man. Are yeah. Those guys, man, those guys are on fire. The Red Sox 98 wins already? Yeah. It's crazy, dude.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I think they're going to go all lane for it, man.
0: Oh, for sure they are.
1: Yeah. But a hey, uh, but yeah, man, just wanted to segue into uh some of the events that took place this weekend man I know you wanted to discuss some of that stuff man
0: yeah well you know what the Serena Williams did you follow that Serena
1: Williams situation you know what man yeah I did follow it 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 was uh, what's your your take on it alright man (sighs) okay you know uh, you're putting me in a hard place man but here it goes (laughs) So she she alleges that she never spoke to her coach, you know? And um but once that point was deducted, it just went downhill from there, man. You know, that's,
0: that's I'll tell you the truth. Okay. She knew she was going to lose, so she made a big old scene. She uh-huh. panicked. There was no way she was going to win that game, and she just threw a fit. Okay. Ah, that's the oh, way yeah. I see
1: it. Okay. You know, um, I I kind of heard some interview, like an interview she gave, and she was saying that she was standing up for women and you know uh, for sexism and and whatnot. You know, but I'm like, well, um, I, I trying to I try to wrap my brain around that statement because her opponent was a female too.
0: Yep. Hey, you know what? In all, all this situation, man, a lot of people been bullying that girl, and she had nothing to do with it. What's her name? Naomi? Naomi Osaka? Osaki.
1: Osaka, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. poor girl, man. She can't even enjoy that win. Yeah. And, and
0: dude, she was doing really good in that match.
1: Yeah. And and the thing, too, is that, um, you know, she, I believe her dad is Haitian, and her mom is uh, uh, Japanese. Japanese, yeah. So, you know. Uh, in essence, she's half black. Yeah. So, so I, you know, like I said, I was kind of trying to wrap my brain around uh, some of the things that Serena said. And, um, and, you know, uh, I did a little more searching about it. And this is not the first time that Serena has had situations like this. You know, uh, uh, she's she's had another incident where, where she did something like that and she was fined as well. So where she blew well, up and well what was what was
0: the the first thing was that she was getting coaching, right? Yeah, that's the first yeah, that, was a, that was the, the first, first time. point. And then what happened yeah. after that? And then um, I believe she got upset and she broke her racket. Yeah, breaking the racket cuz she's broken the racket on a few on a few occasions, right?
1: Yeah. And then um finally she kind of went off on the referee or umpire, sorry, the, the umpire. And that's when he just said, man, I'm, I'm just going to take away the game from you and give it to her. But by then, she was already, you know, from what I saw, she was already losing. So, yeah. So it, it, it's kind of tough, man. I mean, yeah, it, it is.
0: Like, I kind of see that side that he was kind of being a jerk. But yeah. I heard this guy is like the strictest, like, umpire. They're called umpires, right? Yeah. Or ref umpires. Or umpires. He is the strictest one. Yeah. And it's not just happened to her. He's, you know, he's deducted points from different people for, like, little things like that before, too. Yeah, so so. It, it's not like she was singled out. But I do. Mm, I He did take it too far by uh the breaking the racket. A lot of people do it. But I don't know, man, that it's it's a touchy subject. I don't want to sound like a douche. Yeah, and be like oh no pero the way I see it I just think her freak out on him was that she knew she was going to lose the match and that ended up costing her the game but hey, yeah. props to that girl though man that Naomi yeah, Osaka man. a lot of yeah. people are being a-holes to her but
1: she really took the high road man I was watching that video and she kind of covered her face with her little hat yeah and, and yeah she, she kind of yeah she kind of held on man yeah man props dude yeah. But, uh, uh, and hopefully Sarita can look at this situation and, uh, you know, take the good and bad out of it, you know, for future reference. Yeah. but yeah. Now, uh, now I am going to ask, I believe, I don't know, man. I, I tend to be a conspiracy theorist sometimes. <laughs> now, wasn't she also, uh, part of that, uh, the group of athletes that were, uh, uh, signed to this Nike deal, the Just Do It campaign for thirty years. Wasn't she uh uh one of them as well? Uh, as Cap- I, well, I re- She was in the ad, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know the.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know the. Well, if she signed a thirty year contract or whatever, it was a thirty year contract. That-
1: no, 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 no. It's to celebrate the thirty oh, year anniversary the, okay. of the Just Do It slogan. Yeah, yeah, she was. Nike. Yeah, she was in it. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe they conspired to do stuff to her. That's what I think.
0: It, it could be that, too, but pero... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So.
0: We um, were oh, talking about that Nike thing. Did you hear about that town that banned uh, Nike purchases in Louisiana? Yeah.
1: I, yeah. I, I've been hearing an array of things, man. Hey,
0: man. People, that people... right there, man. That, if that ain't racism. That ain't bigotry, bro. I don't know
1: what is. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm going to say this for for the extreme you know I, on the extreme I'm afraid that people are going to target you according to you wearing Nike. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. You know I, 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 what I'm afraid is that you know uh, uh, a person will get caught you know with a uh, will get caught on the wrong side of town or, or somewhere with some people that are not too, uh, uh, you know, too nice to Hispanics, blacks or what have you. And, you know, you get targeted by wearing Nikes and then you know, get beat <laughs> up or assaulted, something like that. Hey, for me to get targeted, I don't have to wear Nike, bro. You just got to look at my skin color. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah <I laughs> so agree, if, it, if it's going to happen, it's going to be me wearing Nike or not. Yeah, yeah, I agree, B- man. Biddle. I mean, hey, come on, man. That This whole him situation, get disrespecting the flag, man, I call bullshit on it. It's, it's just an excuse for those white dudes to be racist and to just have something to hate. He never man. has he said that he's protesting soldiers or he's pro- He's said exactly what he's protesting, but I don't know why people keep on changing the words coming out of his mouth. Like, you know what? Go ahead.
1: Oh, I was gonna say I don't understand it either, man. Now I am gonna say this, man. Uh, I, I was disappointed in the entire NFL that, well, with the exception of those few players that kind of took the knee with him, mm-hmm. but nobody else jumped in, man. They let Kaepernick lose his job, pretty much. I mean, I don't know. He did get an offer from Denver to be the quarterback. But, no, but, left.
0: no, but he got that offer before uh-huh. this whole thing came through. He was, st- he was still on fire when they gave him the offer. It was until yeah, the 16th true. season. It, it, that yeah. was before they started making a big deal about him kneeling. So yeah. uh, who, who was it? Elway. He came out saying that he had offered him a job and he didn't want to take it. So it's on him or whatever. Yeah. Dude, he offered him that job when he was still like there was a lot of teams after him in the 2016 season. It yeah. wasn't just Denver, it wasn't like they were trying to come through and help him out. Like, hey, nobody wants to pick you up, we'll give you a shot. It was nothing like that. This okay. whole okay. kneeling thing hadn't gone down yet.
1: Yeah, you know, not now that you mentioned that, yeah, you're right. Um, but but yeah, man, you know, when he started kneeling and he said, Why, like. I, I feel that a lot of NFL players saw the backlash, you know, the knee-jerk reaction from, from you know, all the people that were against that, saying that he was unpatriotic and, and all this other stuff. They they were like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to lose my job, so I'm not going to kneel with him, you know? <clears throat> but then, uh, you know, the president comes through and said, you know, he calls – the players' S.O.B.s and all that stuff, and then that's when everybody jumped in. But you know what, man, and I, I, I don't want to sound rude, man, because I, I, I would, pro- I can't say that I wouldn't do the same thing. But what I'm looking at is that when Kaepernick wanted to kneel and protest for for you know young black and uh, you know minority men uh, getting abused, you know brutally or i don't know i don't know what you call it you know police brutality (laughs) assaulted yeah police brutality and, and unjustified killings and stuff when he decided to do that you know nobody had his back but when you know the president donald trump's you know he calls the players sons of bitches everybody's like man you ain't gonna talk about my mama like that so then everybody goes and takes a knee yeah do you see what i'm saying
0: yeah, yeah, so, no, I, so, I get it. they they did it out of spite instead of yeah, doing now, it for the message, and that's kind of blurred the lines a little on what the message was.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, did you do it to support CAP, or did you do it because you you know you felt that they called your mom out? Of, you know, they called yeah. your mom a name. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you no, said, I, yeah, I get that, it. So that's what that's where I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Um, at at first glance, I said that they they were. They were scared, man. They were scared <sighs> to jump in with him.
0: Yeah, no, but it's understandable it's a little... not everybody has to protest, man, but I say if you're gonna protest, man, you better go, you know, balls deep and, and do it, not just do it just to get the praises, do it because you really do yeah. want to change.
1: Well you know what, man? Uh I was listening to some talk radio today and what they were saying is Okay, well, Colin Kaepernick, he he did his protest. He kneeled, and he states that it was to bring awareness, and you know about police brutality and all these other things.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so it, it, the way the way I perceive that is okay. He identified the problem, and what they're asking is, well, what's the solution? Mm. And. I just had to take a step back and say, okay, yeah, that's true. I mean, everybody's aware of this. We're all talking about it. People are saying how they're going to ban certain brands or turn off their TVs. Okay, everybody is aware. So who's going to lead this movement for the solution? You see what I'm saying?
0: Well, that should be left up to Congress. He's already set the awareness. He's Uh pointing people in the right direction, now somebody needs to act on it. Um, yeah.
1: That, that's, that's what I was thinking too. Like, okay, well, we know the problem. Okay, well, who's going to step up? Yeah, work on the solution. But man.
0: first, everybody needs to admit there's a problem because there's still a lot of people saying that there isn't any problem. Yeah. People, people are saying, oh, it's just us, you know, black people, Hispanics, minorities with the victim mentality, you know, they're probably doing bad shit anyways. That's why they're getting pulled over. They just want to get away with shit. But... Yeah. It's that's not true. You know that's not true. At all. So that's the issue right now.
1: Yeah. So so yeah, I yeah, I see that man. So yeah, I mean just to sub this situation up, yeah, you know, so someone's gonna have to step up and say, Hey, okay, let's sit down, let's get together, let's let's find a, a legal solution and you know, put some policies in place uh, you know, to avoid these type of situations. Kinda like <laughs> You know what, man? I, I I was reading this, man, and I, I'm not laughing to t- to make fun, but I'm just like in awe, man. Did you hear about this woman, this Dallas police officer?
0: Oh, that... my God. She got the donkey today. Was it yesterday? Today? Is that the same oh, one? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she she walked into what she thought was her apartment
0: and shot the own well, the tenant yeah. that lived there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, shot the man that lived in his apartment, man. And it's like, whoa, man.
0: No, but you know what the crazy thing was? That she shot him, uh-huh. and she didn't even get arrested on the spot. Yeah.
1: If, what? Yeah.
0: if that would have been anyone else, man, they would have got busted right there on the spot. They would have got busted. But they waited for – what were they waiting for? Why did it take so long? Because this happened Sunday, right? They her till when until – it happened Thursday, and they arrested until Sunday, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. I, I, I believe it was yesterday or today. Um, uh, they said they were doing some uh, toxicology reports, or you know, just trying to check uh, the police officer to see if she had any drugs or alcohol in her system. So I'm assuming she had drugs or alcohol. That's why they arrested her. I don't know. Or man. were
0: they, or were they going to give her a pass, or were they just trying to get the story together?
1: I think they were trying to get everything together, man. You know. Uh, uh, innocent till proven guilty, man. What do you think is gonna happen to her? She got a, well. What are they charging her for? Manslaughter. Manslaughter. That's the charge.
0: Oh man, poor girl. You yeah. you think she was drunk? I don't know. Dude. Well, they said she had just came off a fifteen hour shift, no? And she yes. parked on the wrong floor, and every floor in that apartment complex looks exactly the same. Is it, yeah. the only difference was that? The apartment that she walked into, there was a red rug, like a welcome mat, and hers yeah. had a black mat, I think. That's a, that's the only difference they found.
1: You know, I could say this, man, because I've worked graveyards. You're in zombie mode, man. When you work a graveyard shift, you're in zombie mode. You don't, like, you're there, but you're not really there, man. Uh, well, so especially after
0: that... working a 15-hour shift, man.
1: Yeah, no, that falls to,
0: back on the police department cuz they're the one making it work that kind of time.
1: Yeah, true. And I was also going to say to the point that, you know, scientifically when you work a, a a like a night shift, your your body is all, you know, it's all out of whack and and you know, your body temperature goes up one or two degrees. So oh. Yeah, you get a little feverish, man, when you when you work nights.
0: Oh wow. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: So, so uh So I I could see where it could have been a confusion and maybe she got scared, thought it was an intruder. And, you know,
0: but what I want to understand was how she get in. Did her key work? I don't know, dude. (laughs) Or did somebody open the door and when they opened the door, she blasted him because they heard like trying to get in jiggling the keys or something?
1: They, they they didn't say, man. I'm I'm gonna have to follow up on that story, man. Just check it out. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to, <clears throat> to i have to dig into that one too because
0: man, there's a lot of stuff that's like, oh man, this could have been prevented, but it could have been one of those things, man, that everything just lined up perfect for, for a catastrophe to happen.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, that's what uh that's that's the other thing that bugged me out today when I was reading that story, and uh, but hey, man. I wanted to ask a question to you since you, you know, for the people that don't know, uh, you do live, you know, you live in the valley and when, you're and, still in Modesto, right? Yeah, in Central,
0: yeah, Central Valley, okay. Central California.
1: All right. So I was going to ask, how are you guys dealing with this new uh, initiative to ban all of the uh, plastic straws? You know what? I didn't hear anything
0: about that until Uh until uh, well you know what starbucks has been saying something like that and they came out with those new lids that i think are pretty cool but i hadn't heard anything about that until you sent me that link uh was it yesterday or this this morning right
1: yeah this morning yeah you know i've been looking at that i've i've been listening to a lot of talk radio lately man but uh so
0: i had no idea that was even a thing i just thought it was starbucks trying to be like you know they were trying to be like you know pc or whatever And eliminate straws. I didn't know it was like an actual ban-ban. I I hadn't heard about it.
1: So, well, what they were saying is, yet they are trying to go... So, okay. So there was an initiative started in the state of California where, uh, and it was passed, where they're trying to... uh, what They're moving forward to not offer straws anymore because of, of how many straws they find out on the ocean sides. Yeah. And so, so unless you ask for the straw, no te lo van a dar. Well, no, no van a dar nada.
0: how is it over there? Do, um, do you still get plastic bags when you go to the supermarket?
1: Yeah, we still do. You but, have to pay uh, for them though, right? Um, You know what? Este, yeah, it is included in the price. Pero si llevas your own bags, they'll discount like maybe 15 cents out of the whole order. Um, now, um, I'm pretty sure you know about Kroger, Kroger brand. Yeah. The, the, the ones that have, yeah, they have all these, you know, Albertsons, right? N- no, they, so what store do they own?
0: Uh, Foodsco out there in the Bay. Okay. Foodsco. Yes. I I know store as well.
1: Yeah. So here in Colorado, they own a store that's called a chain of stores called King Super and City Market. Okay. So. So uh, I think I think uh, starting next year or the year after, they're going go, uh, to go to 100 percent paper bags. And, you know, they're they're taking uh, plastic out of the element now.
0: OK, yeah. So here, when was it? Last year, it took effect that um, stores are no longer because here they used to give you the plastic bags. So you went grocery shopping. You took as many bags as you needed. Uh, oh, they always okay. asked you if you wanted paper or plastic, but now they sell uh-huh. them to you, but they don't—they're not regular plastic bags. Supposedly they're uh, reusable, but they—yeah—I was like, I told my wife there I was like, and they would sell them to you at ten cents each. Oh, okay. And they're not even uh, reusable. I've tried to use them like a second time, and they rip. But okay, they're supposed to be like—they're uh, supposed to decompose. They're not, they're not plastic, plastic.
1: Got it. Okay. Okay. So, you know, well going back to the article that I sent you, it, I thought it was pretty cool, man, because uh, you know, after all that rhetoric, man, about Mexicans being thieves, rapists, and all this other stuff, uh, it's good to find information like this. Uh that that, that shows our creativity and how we're in tune with um we're in tune with nature, man. Yeah. Um, So the article that I found, and I I am going to post the link in our uh, Instagram, Okay, you know, so everybody could go ahead and uh, click on it, check it out. But um, it's this uh, Mexican scientist. He invented, um, uh, what is it, Uh, biogradable silverware and straws out of the avocado pits.
0: All right, I'm going through because I didn't make the whole thing earlier. Oh, okay, now. okay, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. So he, you know, he invented. Oh, he invented
0: uh, he he's from know, my straw. hometown of Michoacan. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: See. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, good. you know What's what? There's right a. Now, yeah, there's a lot of uh aguacates in Michoacan, so. Yeah. I would
1: see. Yeah. So, uh, big, you know, big chain restaurants that you guys may know, that you know, signed up for this. Uh, you know, for the biodegradable uh, silverware and straws is PF Chang's, and I, I believe Chili's, Chili's, uh, yeah, Chili's Bar and Grill. So those two chains that I know of here in Colorado, they're the ones that signed up for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, and on average, it takes about 240 days for it to de- uh, to decompose in a landfill. All
0: right. Oh, wow. My yeah. Company. yeah, so it's, yeah. It's Fiesta Americana, P.F. Chang's, Chili's Bar and Grill. Oh, yeah, nice. P.F.
1: Chang's. Yeah, we have that out here, too, man.
0: P.F. So Chang's.
1: So just know, just know, when you're supporting these establishments, you're supporting uh, a Michoacano, probably Edgar's cousin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Munguia. So, now, you know what?
1: I don't know any Munguias. No, you don't? Okay. Alright, so So yeah, maybe you're far away cousin your neighbor or something, dude But, uh, cause y'all roll deep, man I gotta say <laughs> that
0: <laughs>
1: That's for sure Yeah, everywhere you go, there's a Michoacano, dude Is there a lot of Michoacanos out there in Colorado? Uh, you have a few pockets, man A couple of clusters You see them, not in Denver Uh, not too many in Denver But more in Pueblo, Colorado
0: Okay And in Colorado Springs So, hey, uh, did you get a chance to listen to that Kanye West song? Yeah, I heard it and I saw that video, man.
1: I don't know what he was thinking.
0: Okay. So, when we talked about this earlier, I thought it was the stupidest song ever. But let me put it in context. And now it makes a little bit more sense why he released that song. All right, go ahead. So, did you know he was the creative creative, uh, director for the Pornhub Awards?
1: (laughs) No, I didn't
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so this song is, I guess, I'm assuming they're using it as the anthem to that the Pornhub Awards. Oh, okay.
1: That's why okay. it's so freaky. Got but, it. Okay.
0: But when I was reading, that, I was like, "Oh, well, that makes a little bit more sense now." <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I saw the video, man. I was like, What is I don't know." Man. It looked like <laughs> a video game. What do they call Minecraft or something like that? Uh, yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, Literally. I'm like. Yeah, big body, little head. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, A lot of people, a lot of people, they're saying that they really dig his new works. And, you know, I can't get with it, man. And you
0: know what? I can't get with it either. Maybe I'm just so I was such a big fan of his early work and I'm just still stuck on his early work and I'm comparing it to his early work. I can't see him evolve in the way he's evolving now
1: yeah but yeah you're right man um i mean i like I like his first four albums, man. I really dig them. but this yeah, new man. stuff you know, I try to listen to the to the one uh with the seven songs well they they all have seven songs, but uh the, fir- the first one he released, I try to listen to it, man. I only got through two songs,
0: yeah, the same here it 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 took it took me a long time to get through that album, and yeah, and it was only seven songs, yeah.
1: And, uh, uh, this new style, man, it, it's a lot different from the stuff we used to listen to. Uh, you know, the other day, <laughs> the other day, the song came out with this, uh, this kid, he, hey man, he Mexican, uh, Tekashi 6 9 dude. Oh, bro, I'm a big fan. <laughs> he came out with this song called Fifi. I was like, okay. Uh, that
0: is my jam.
1: <laughs> but I don't know hey, what Beefy means yet. Uh... I will
0: talk about that one later. But he's doing reggaeton too now. Have you heard his new reggaeton song? It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I listened to it. But you know what? My kids, I don't know. They were playing a video game, and they play all these songs in the background. Uh And then they were telling me, they were showing me, they came to me and showed me some videos of Takashi, and they thought he he was cool. And I told them, all right, boy, I'm going to tell you. You ever come here in this house with Skittle (laughs) teeth and rainbow hair? I think you can move out of this house. (laughs) And they're like, we're little. We're not 18 yet. I looked at him and I said, you know what? Jesus Christ was 12 years old when he moved out. So what you think you got coming? Oh, man. (laughs) So I told him, no skittle teeth in this house. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, well, what I was going to say, yeah, I thought that feet, saw was like, it's catchy. It's real catchy. Yeah, but like I said, I have to do my research, uh, figure out what Fifi means, and then uh, I'll, uh, I mean, is it like Little John and the ski, ski, ski type of stuff?
0: Yeah, something like something that. that. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay, all right, something like that, <laughs> something along those lines. Got it. Okay, so yeah, so like I didn't know he was Mexican.
0: Yeah, he's like uh, half Mexican, half Puerto Rican, but he uh-huh. does. Uh, he shows more love for Mexicans. Every time you see him, he has a Mexican flag in his videos. Okay. And he just posted a video that he, uh, for the first time, went to Mexico to go meet his family out there. Hey, what part
1: of Mexico, man?
0: Uh, I think it was Puebla.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah I, th- I, yeah, I
0: think it was Puebla.
1: Yeah, that's cool, man.
0: So, yeah, he's always giving props to Mexicans, man. That, that's why I
1: like him. Yeah, yeah. I think that's cool, man. You know what? It, when it comes to hip-hop, man... They, these rap labels, they they do need to they need to show some love to Mexican rappers, dude. And well, there's that other guy that that trap uh, rapper. What's his name? Gosh, what's his name?
0: He was in that um. He was in that movie. Wasn't movie called? I think it was
1: called Dope. I haven't seen it, man. Uh, man. I mean, I know Burner's Mexican too.
0: Este, ¿cómo se llama el bato? I'm looking him up right now. I don't even see him on the cast page. Oh, Cap G, yeah, Cap, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cap G. Cap G, yeah. Okay. That fool's always showing up to Mexicans too. Yeah, on, oh, okay. on the front, on the front of his mix, he has a mixtape on the front. He's in a chato outfit. Okay. <laughs> he's dope. You should look into. Uh, him. I have to check him out, man. But he's like straight trap, trap, like uh like a young thug type of trap. Okay. Like he's cool though stancy catch yeah little pump he's not Mexican but that was uh Colomb- i think colombian okay i heard well,
1: i heard the dudes that made that song for uh chameleonaire uh you know uh what's that song the, the the catch me riding dirty oh yeah i heard that they were Mexican so oh yeah 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 so so yeah but you know i i think there should be more. You know, uh, I guess Mexican descent rappers in the game. You know, uh, uh, we do support the game a lot. You know, the the rap game itself. Uh, you know, we do invest a lot of money. So, I I think it'd be it'd be cool to see more rappers. You know. Yeah. But so, hey, they're they're making a come up little by little. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's
0: a bunch of there's a bunch of them coming up. That little Zan, he's like some kind of Latino too. He's not Mexican, okay. but he's he's uh, he's Latino.
1: I mean, growing up, one of my favorite rappers was, uh, you know, w- once they were established, it was uh, his name is Chemo, Chemo the Blackskin,
0: Chemo the Blackskin.
1: Yeah, he was part of uh, Delinquent Habits. I don't remember Delinquent Habits. You're you you do remember, yeah, them, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That song, Tres Delincuentes. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the main one, in, in, in you know, in that song, so yeah, he you know he has a solo career. Uh um he does tour, he's more underground, but I still like his music, so so he's one of the ones uh that I have right there in my back pocket when I'm trying to listen to something, you know?
0: Yeah. I am just looking him up right now, yeah.
1: So yeah, dude. Um I have one more thing I was supposed to tell you, man. Um oh, oh. I was gonna ask you, did you burn up your Nikes?
0: Nope.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, I'm an Adidas guy now. But okay. once
0: I heard that Kaepernick thing, you know, I had to pull out the Nikes from the closet. I pulled out my Nike uh uh jogging jacket or whatever, my uh windbreaker. I've okay. been rocking that I've been rocking that, even though it's hundred degrees. But oh, I geez. will rock it to take the kids to school in the morning.
1: <laughs> hey, so uh so the adidas that you rock are they the yeezys oh no i'm not that cool oh okay
0: hey i'm not yeah. i'm not one of those cool kids and i'm not paying those six hundred seven hundred dollars for shoes either uh no nah, okay. I, I wear the NMDs. i wear the nmds oh, just okay. the running shoes oh but, okay and i'm yeah, uncomfortable
1: and they look fly
0: i get a lot of compliments yeah. when i wear them okay that'll work man
1: so yeah man so did you have anything else man
0: um no.
1: That's no. it. That's so far. That's it for this week, but Okay. So yeah, man. So I mean on my end, I'm I'm good, man. Um, uh, you know, just wanted to start this podcast just to warm up, let the people know who we are. And testing um, the water. <laughs> yeah, testing the waters, man. Just give us a little follow and uh, you know, uh we got a lot of crazy stories, man. We we do. Yeah, so, they gotta come out little by little. We
0: can't we can't get yeah. everybody at once, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, you know, stories about uh Edgar's uh dating life. Uh, <laughs> back in uh back in middle school. I
0: really uh, hope my wife doesn't listen to this.
1: Nah, nah, I'm just messing, man. <laughs> nah, I am not I'm not gonna approach you like that. Um but just just an array of situations that have happened. Real life stuff too, man. I mean, just people that we knew and, you know, uh, that are no longer here with us, man. Yeah. You know? Uh, And just, uh, yeah, just going back memory lane and comparing the stuff we went through and and what kids nowadays are going through and what to expect, man. Yeah. So, so, I mean, uh, the neighborhood. I was guessing, man, the name of this first episode is just BSing, man. Yeah. That sounds good to me.
0: BSing. All right, man.
1: Yeah. So hey folks, thanks for listening to our uh podcast, Cheese Meh. So uh again, my name is Raz. And I'm Edgar. Yeah, and uh stay tuned, man. We'll we'll come through with it, man. We're gonna bring some fire. Yeah, catch uh, you guys next time. To get, yeah, we're just trying to get these jitters out of us, man. We hella nervous. <laughs> facts yeah all right man see you next week all right
0: bye